thing to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website, you'll see all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok. Plus, you if you want to reach me, that's the best way to do it. We have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com this portion of our program is brought by the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln right off of 146 delicious food and drink always a nice crowd you can either eat in the lounge area there's normally a game on and a nice group of people there or you could sit out in the dining room don't forget the nice weather they have the deck open the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln delicious food and drinks awaiting for you i'll see you at the lodge you're listening to the john DePietro show well folks the um situation right now with the airlines I, i'm not sure what to make of this like everybody else i mean hopefully they're gonna straighten this situation out but this is what they are doing to air travel right now i mean this is just brutal you couldn't travel anyone with in fact those track traveling um, between christmas and new year's especially with southwest it was a total nightmare and now you have this but you know, over 1,100 flights canceled as they're dealing with these system failures. Mayor Pete, right? This was the guy when he went on maternity leave because his husband had a child or they had a child with a husband, whatever it is. But he he shouldn't be there. He's incompetent. But they that, that's not why they chose him, right? The whole reason he's there has nothing to do with whether or not if he's competent. With the Biden people, it's all just... Uh, it's it's all just a matter of optics and and so therefore you don't get the best possible people you get people that in essence that just you know are able to uh check a box so to speak so i want to go through this is um some of the latest they're working through this trying to um r- restore the the problems right now but th- this is inexcusable and this falls onto the Biden administration this is one of the the things that the Republicans in Congress, this is what they should be, in fact, you know, focusing on instead of, in fact, you know, the way they were giving Kevin McCarthy such a hard time. So, and then he did, in fact, become Speaker. Let me hear this. Um, again, I, I recognize it's a developing story. All across the country. Let's take a live look at LaGuardia Airport from our local station, WABC. Trip Fish correspondent Gio Benitez starts us off with the latest on this developing situation. And Gio, there have already been delays. Oh, absolutely, George. We woke up this morning to urgent messages from airline sources because this is a major computer failure at the FAA, and it is impacting flights across the country right now. Now, this is a computer system that provides critical flight safety information to pilots. It's called the Notice to Air Mission Systems, and, and it sends key safety warnings including bird strikes and without it flights from coast to coast they are delayed right now 
Now, here's what we know from the FAA. This is a statement that just came in. The FAA is working to restore its notice to air mission systems. We are performing final validation checks and repopulating the system right now. Now, operations across the national airspace system, they are affected. That's what the FAA says. No word on when this will get fixed, but if it isn't fixed soon, we could be looking at a nationwide ground stop. Robin, that's how critical this system is. I mean, just re- ridiculous, you, folks, yeah. and we'll have updates on that as it goes along. Now, to some of the other stories that are out there. Obviously, huge developments in the situation regarding Anna Walsh. Let's bring you the latest. Now. Accused of misleading police, and we're learning disturbing new details about what investigators have found. Trevor Alt has the details. This morning, potential bombshell evidence reportedly found in the investigation for the disappearance of Massachusetts mother Anna Walsh. ABC affiliate WCVB reports investigators discovered a hacksaw and a bloody rug while searching this trash transfer station about 40 miles from the Walsh's home. The canines were in our yard. They looked in that car. The 39-year-old mother of three was last seen in the early hours of New Year's Day, scheduled to take a flight for work that she never made. There's no way Anna would abandon her children or her job. Immediately, I'm like, something is not right. She was reported missing by her employer and her husband, Brian Walsh, who right now is in jail, charged with misleading the investigation, to which he's pleaded not guilty. But prosecutors said they found a bloody knife in the Walsh's basement. Overnight surveillance video newly obtained by WCVB shows Brian Walsh at a juice bar on January 2nd, the day after his wife went missing, the same day he reportedly spent $450 at a Home Depot on cleaning supplies. And he's required to report his whereabouts while awaiting sentencing for art fraud. He um, uh, was very reluctant to uh, admit guilt, and even though there was a a lot of evidence, he strung out things a, a long time. Court records show Anna wrote a letter to the judge in that case, praising her husband, saying he brought the family joy and comfort despite having a difficult childhood. And we, of course, can't forget about the couple's three children, three boys between the ages of two and six. They've been taken into the custody of the Department of Children and Families. Robin, we so again, we were, um, I was out there again yesterday, folks. He, he was, uh, he, he's gone through extensive medical he's had a lot of mental health problems as they say but he he was basically designated i believe a sociopath so the guy could be violent he seemingly had no regard for the destruction that he did for family friends and his own father he stole from his father his father had a stroke he was stealing from the father i mean there's something wrong with the guy now then you enter her I think it was interesting that I saw someone write that this could be a case of like a star is born where he met her. She, she cleaned his room, I think in the Berkshires. That's how they met. She was a student. She had come here. She was near Cornell. She was from Serbia. And, you know, he passed himself off that he was from a wealthy family. Now the mother, the family did have money. The father was a neurosurgeon, but he never really, he never made anything of himself and he seemingly had a lot of psychological problems so but in the past couple of years she has just blossomed and her uh job in commercial real estate took off she accepted that job in washington dc very high paying i know they said good health benefits they have the three boys and meanwhile what is he doing he ripped off his father as i've talked about one million dollars he was involved with the the swindling of the art 
he was then going to face problems over his father's estate. And I, I actually went by the house in Hull with his father lived i'll post a photo of that but this guy has been on the downslope for quite some time total sociopath and the father took him out of the will said i wish you the best but and then once he brian walsh was free i think he was actually even in institutionalized he or whatever we're calling it these days he was in a rehab facility of some kind but for mental health he the father said i i wish you the best but like you disregarded me 10 years ago and now we've also i we've learned that apparently while anna would be in washington during the week brian walsh's mother would live with him and the boys in cohasset i think the mother was even paying for the rental house that they were in so the mother was trying to take care of him in a way but who knows, like, the, the mental uh, state of, of the mother. But so it's not like he's alone in the house taking care of the boys. Uh, I, and again, we don't know much about the mother other than look how it seems that on that New Year's Day, when he was getting rid of some of the evidence, he put it in the mother's dumpster where she lives in a luxury apartment uh, complex in swamp scott so you know this guy has no regard for anyone but at this point the discovery now they seem now they 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 have not located a body now it's also it's a little confusing about he's on house arrest he has to report um when he's going to go somewhere it's very limited where he can go he has a type of device it's more like a radio frequency so it's not people think it's a gps tractor so they can get a general idea of where he goes but they may not know exactly where he goes for it's my understanding and reading about this tracker that's on brian walsh was more akin to if he stays out beyond when he's supposed to so the person that's supposed to monitor that if he has permission to go pick up his children from school okay then he's allowed to do that and he'd be in the general area if he stopped at a store on the way um it wouldn't really kick off anything and then the only way it would would be if he stayed out longer than he was supposed to for instance apparently he left at three o'clock on new year's day and didn't get back till i think eight or nine o'clock and they said boy that's a you know it shouldn't be it should be maybe a half hour to your mother's house from Co uh cohasset to swamp scott but and he said oh i i got lost on the way and then i stopped at a whole foods and so forth and now we don't know exactly where he went but it sounds like now that was new year's day that he was getting rid of some of the stuff you know there's also a good point when's the last time you went and spent 450 dollars on cleaning supplies you know i've been hearing from landlords that say even when they that 450 dollars on cleaning supplies i think right now if you went to bj's or you know job lot anything like that and wanted to get all these different or home depot for that matter cleaning supplies would you think you'd spend 450 dollars in cash now we also you know he got tarps and drop cloths we kind of kind of sense what was going on here that he was then wrapping her in that and now it's just a matter of where she may be so much more ahead you're listening to the john DePietro show Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 
885-4209 in Massachusetts. You can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane Heating and Cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401 401- 885-4209. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to play, we're following the uh, the other story, one of the other stories that we're following. We're obviously following a lot of them. If you want to see some of the live stream that we are doing, I'm, I, I just want to update people. They are saying that the FAA, normal air traffic, are slowly, gradually going to supposedly resume they're looking into the the cause of it but it is um there's still seemingly a lot of flights out there all flights are asked to stay on the ground but it's um i also want to report the police confirm that the family dog is with them so apparently the dog the police have the the family dog so i i know people have been asking me that which is amazing I also saw on social media she got another new dog, but I don't even want to open that up for fear that then people start asking, where are both dogs? All right, I want to get to, um, boy, those storms in California are unbelievable. I've seen some of the coverage on it. I mean, I know it, it normally, those that are familiar with Southern California, it's it's uh, it does rain in January, but nothing like like this. It's, it's very, very dramatic, the amount of uh, rain that they've had. Now, let me uh let's see the situation regarding the idaho murder here we Brian go Cover, the suspect is due in court tomorrow students return to classes and investigators share new details about what he was doing before his arrest mola lange joins with the details good morning mola well, good morning, George. Those new details are shedding light on how investigators say they were able to link Koberger, the 28-year-old Ph.D. student, directly to the crime scene and the murder weapon. This morning, as the suspect accused of murdering four University of Iowa students prepares to head back to court, new details emerging about Brian Koberger's actions before his arrest. ABC News learning from a law enforcement source that federal investigators observed him in Pennsylvania around 4 a.m. as he discarded garbage in his neighbor's trash bin just days before his arrest. Trash ending up being key in the case. Police linking Koberger to the murders by collecting his father's DNA from trash outside the family home and matching that to DNA they say they discovered on the button snap of a knife sheath that was on the bed next to the body of victim Madison Mogan. If I had one or two words to describe Maddie Mae, it would be just an, an angel and that she was, she just made me proud. Ben Mogan speaking about his daughter Madison to ABC News and describing the moment law enforcement told him they'd made an arrest in the case. And he said, Ben, this is the day that we've been waiting for. Ben also describing his emotions while reading the evidence law enforcement say they had gathered against Koberger. 
I just, I broke down and I just, I just cried. I could only take so much of that and I just, uh, I, I cried. I still haven't read the rest of it. The police affidavit claiming investigators believe the four college students were killed between 4 a.m. and 4.25 a.m. They say one of the surviving roommates was awake at the time of the murders and told police she witnessed the intruder seeing a masked man coming toward her before he walked out through a sliding glass door, the roommate then locking her door. Police say later that morning, the two surviving roommates called friends to the house because they thought one of the victims had simply passed out and wasn't waking up. The 911 call finally coming around noon. Officials say the two surviving roommates are not suspects. Overnight, Kaylee Gonsalves' sister, Olivia, saying Kaylee and Madison did everything right that night. They went out together. They called for a ride. They went to a known establishment. They did everything you would want your daughter or your sister to do in that situation. You're supposed to grow up together. That's your God-given best friend. And so we're left with not only missing them and exactly who they were, but wondering who they were going to become. You know, boy, folks, in this uh, 2023, I mean, we're already dealing with, um, I mean, two very high-profile, brutal, well, several brutal murders. The four students, granted, that happened in November, but they didn't you know, catch him until it's all the details are still coming out on that. And then obviously the situation with Anna Walsh that did not, it certainly doesn't sound good. Um, and, and right now, you know, we, we don't know where things stand with, they were searching another area yesterday, but apparently they, they came up short. So, now, I think this is interesting. We will talk with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, coming up uh, tomorrow. But I think, like right now, do they do would they have enough to charge him with murder and best based on what they had? I like some of the quotes about Brian Walsh. He assumed a mantle of entitlement. He sounds like, and he was, he was diagnosed as a, a sociopath. So uh, his complete absolutely complete disregard for everyone around him a rug containing evidence believed to be human tissue and blood was recovered along with a hatchet and a hacksaw now that was the stuff that i believe that he dumped on new year's day and then he went to the home depot on new year's day and then seemingly you know then got the part of the tools he needed in order to um you know then whatever he I hate to say that, but it, it is true. But whatever he did with, whatever he did with the body, um, and then she has, you know, that that becomes a big question. Let me hear. This is uh, Fox Twenty Five in Boston. They've done a good job on this. I think we have some sound on this. We we do have some sound on this. Here we go. Whereabouts in the days after Anna was last seen? Anchor and investigative reporter Kerry Cavanaugh continues our team coverage now, piecing together where investigators believe he was and what he was doing. New Year's week. Brian Walsh reported his wife missing to police Wednesday, January 4th, the same day as Anna Walsh's employer. Walsh allegedly told investigators that on New Year's Day, he got up around 7 a.m. He claims around then his wife Anna kissed him goodbye and headed to Logan Airport for her flight to D.C. But according to investigators from there, his stories weren't adding up. 
Due to Brian Walsh's house arrest and a GPS tracker from another criminal case, investigators say he requested various leaves for the week of January 1st during the morning and afternoon hours to drop and pick up his kids from school. Investigators say his cell phone was detected in Brockton and Abington during that week, but he had not obtained permission to be in either town. On Sunday, January 1st, they say Walsh, who lives in Cohasset, requested travel between 3 and 9 p.m. to take his mom back to her Swampscott home, but he claimed he got lost and took an unusual route. On Monday, January 2nd, there was no school because of the holiday, but investigators say Walsh was seen on video at the Home Depot in Rockland wearing a black surgical mask and blue surgical gloves, making a cash transaction. We now know he purchased hundreds of dollars in cleaning supplies. He also requested time to go shopping midday on January 4th, but police didn't specify his alleged whereabouts on that day other than when they questioned him at home that night. We know police have been searching the trail that trash would have taken from Swampscott dumpsters to a trash site in Peabody, locating key evidence tied to the disappearance of Anna Walsh. On Sunday, we know Walsh was under arrest at the Cohasset Police Department, charged with misleading an investigation. And he faced a judge on Monday and was ordered held on $500,000 bail. For 25 Investigates, I'm Carrie Cavanaugh. You know, what's interesting is as I'm listening to that, I'm pretty sure that on New Year's Day, he said he couldn't find his cell phone. And then he said he found it, one of his kids had taken and put it under their pillow. So they were able to track him because of the cell phone. And then, then they were questioning him like where he went. But if that's the case, then see the, the key piece here, folks, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro show. The, the key element here is where was he? So he went to the Home Depot um, on January 2nd, right? New Year's Day is a Sunday. New Year's Eve, Saturday. New Year's Day, Sunday. Monday, January 2nd, Brian Walsh goes to the Home Depot in Rockland, approximately 4 o'clock. So the question to me is, where was he Monday night, January 2nd, and Tuesday, January 3rd? Now, if he is able to go in and out, and it almost sounds, I, I hate to but it's almost like an honor system a little bit. He's supposed to ask for permission, and if he wanders off, but then you just want, that's the key piece that's missing here. Where did he go? that monday night and if he was going online and researching how to do some of this stuff which it sounds like he was doing that's what may you know we don't know there's as i've said you know there's a lot of water around there but i've never googled what do you do how do you get rid of someone so we don't know if there's something about that with the the dumpsters or it's tough to tell where did he travel that monday and into tuesday we also don't know I'm going to say like that Monday night, overnight. And I'm just trying to, if you were going to do this, right, wouldn't you, you'd wait till like 11 o'clock midnight. It's dark out, not a lot of people out. Go do whatever you, he's really, I hate to say that, but getting rid of the, the wife's body. But I think it it also, I, I don't think you'll wait till Tuesday, but who knows with this guy. I think you'd then just do it the Monday night. And then Tuesday spends cleaning. And then Wednesday, he's ready to report that, that she's missing. All right, much more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show.